on Tuesday, I think. I think that's when it comes out. I'm very curious to know what you'll think of it, because it sounds wild. I will let you know. It sounds wild in a way you're probably not expecting. (laughs) Uh, I don't... uh, So I don't know too much. I've been trying to keep... You know, I've been trying to keep uh, knowledge free. And what I do know is... Knowledge free. Yeah, same, honestly, in general. Yeah, that's just still <laughs> life. No, hashtag knowledge yeah. free. Um, <laughs> oh, that's definitely going in yeah. the tweets. Um, what I do know is that you play a guy who delivers stuff back and forth between humanity hotspots across the wasteland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's the game. That's pretty much the whole thing. Apparently, if it is not in a cutscene, that is the game. <laughs> Which is basically the same thing as with Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh yeah. Like that's fun because that, that, that like a stealth gun thing, right? I mean, it's a stealth. It's like a. It's like a game. Yeah, but, but so then, is, I mean, Death Stranding is kind of a stealth game yeah. too. Yeah. Where you I just, he- but you just have to. It's, you're just trying to walk, and you might yeah. have to avoid some not like the, the the navigation seems to be the gameplay. I've heard, which is interesting to me. So I've I'll heard uh, some reviews. They said it like, "Hey, yeah, when it stops being like a walking simulator, it's annoying. Hmm. <laughs> like, hey, when you have to stealth and shit, it's ba- it's not fun. Oh hmm. boy. Um, well, apparently, the we'll first see. part of it is like, "Hey, can we stop with the cutscenes?" And then the last part of it is like, "Hey, can we stop with the cutscenes?" And then the rest of the game is the, a walking simulator. That's fine. That sounds like a metal. It sounds like a Kojima game, though. So, yeah. like, I don't know. I might like it. Uh, I might not. I don't know. We'll we'll you know, see. You know that it's a like an online game too. Yeah, you know that. I know that. I know. Well, I know that there's like elements of it being online. It's like if you like do shit in the world, that stuff appears in other players. Yeah, I that's. Think. I don't know how. Apparently, that's like one of the coolest parts of it. I feel like wouldn't if if the whole thing is like traversal, <clears throat> right? And like if people build stuff, and it f- affects your game world. Wouldn't the game not happen? Because then you well, could just walk on the stuff that people already did. Well, this this is like... like I, wouldn't it be easy in like a day because people will already have beaten the game? No, because from what I understand, the game um, doesn't update until you like... Until you do shit. Like you, uh, you, you're basically just connecting settlements together, I guess. Yeah. And when you connect them together, then shit starts populating and updating because you're connecting it to like this grid. But before that, it is still a your own world traversal kind of thing. Interesting. Okay, so um, we'll see how that gets handled. Yeah. Because hmm. um, I was gonna say like yeah, like people will finish the game before I get to ever play it. So will bridges be built and there's no challenge anymore? No, it doesn't. It's like once you populate, once you like start doing shit, then it starts populating, and then it makes it a little easier. Which by that point, apparently, it's a is a good thing because it's like the, making it harder is not fun. Okay. <laughs> oh, so boy. so yeah. So what I what I get is that it's a very stark divide wow. between gameplay and cutscene. Yes, as most Kojima games as most are. Kojima game. Um, does I do like the discourse around it though? With a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people online like quote like taking screenshots of reviews or like quoting them and it's like the reviews almost have this uh this air of like dancing around saying it's not good hmm. and they can't because it's a kojima game hmm. you can't say a kojima game is not good apparently i've, I've seen people kind of share the same sentiment yeah, yeah. which is really For funny but it so here's my whole thing it and could I, be not good but you could still like it no yeah you know? no exactly like just just be like yeah this isn't a 
like great thing technically, but apparently it's beautiful. Apparently it's uh, yeah. a good thing technically. It's yeah. just you know I know what you mean. Well, it's conceptually it yeah. could be interesting, yeah. but the yeah. actual like yes. playing of it could yeah. suck. Yeah. So so it, it, I I understand people's trepidation because like I get it because it looks great and it looks like I'm super about everything that's happening. It might not be the best video game ever made. Yeah. And I'm okay with it's that. It's wild that it ever came out. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. He's like the single auteur in gaming. Like, one, well, of them, yeah, yeah, one of the biggest, at least. He's definitely the biggest. Um, like, who can just make, you know, something totally, I don't know, um, personal. Yeah. I, I do think that a lot of the people, it wasn't so much people saying, not being able to say it's not good. It's just not, people not being able to say, I don't like this, even mm. though all of what they're saying is <laughs> kind of screaming, I don't like this, but they really can't say that. Hmm. Um there is this really funny uh, Tumblr account. I forget what game they use, but it's like this this fucking like third party bad Wii like uh, garbage game yeah. that IGN once gave a six point nine, and this Tumblr account is dedicated to pointing out how bad review scores are in in theory by pointing out all of the games that are under that, which yeah. Death Stranding is one of them because IGN gave it a six point eight, and oh, it's like God. it's like hey, if you're gonna do a an objective review scoring system, it's dumb. Yeah. Because that's trying, yeah. That's Yeah, why why do they have point eights and stuff in those like how do you do that? But it's also like again, because you have different reviewers, that scale yeah. is gonna mean something to different people. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. just like not I don't know. <clears throat> but you can go on probably go on their website and like sort games by Yeah, exactly. By score. It's like whatever. Yeah. That's weird. So I'm excited to see where that game goes a game that i do enjoy i you texted about it you tweeted about it right or texted disco elysium i heard about it disco elysium is fucking rad can you tell me about this game i've heard a lot about it but i don't know anything about it all right so disco elysium is uh a isometric rpg game where it is it's so hard to sort of explain. You're a detective who wakes up with no memory after a week of excessive drinking and drugs. As most detectives wake uh, up. And you literally come up, like, wake up with zero recollection of the entire world. Luckily, the world is a ficti- completely fictitious... Uh, incredibly low fantasy, almost alternate history, real world. Okay. Um, that has its own, uh, like setting. It's it's a, it's like an entire vast setting of mid twentieth century style, um, like l- weird fantasy but not fantasy setting hmm. like at all uh it's it's hard to explain you'll once you see it you'll sort of get it um it's like a the it, the, the viewpoint and like the way it looks is like diablo yes okay. yeah What's um a disco elysium which is a cool fucking name it's a great uh, uh it's a great name um because your main characters uh like from the era of disco and uh nice. It's like the world has moved on from there, and there's all, all kinds of things. There's a there's a central mystery to solve, and you can sort of play your character however you see fit. 
uh, you have 24 skills that are assigned to uh, each of, like, your main attributes, uh, and they're all parts of your brain that, like, Ooh. talk to you and give you suggestions on how they want you to act, like, act in every moment. That's wild. So, like, uh, there's a couple, there's, like, there's the one, I did a playthrough where my top skill was uh, called Inland Empire. <laughs> I've seen of that, course, yeah. And that is uh, literally, like, going through the world on imaginative hunches and, like, like wild uh, conceptions of, like, extra, like, paranormal things. Is that related to the movie? Uh, that's why reference? it's called that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, like, you could, like, if your logic is really high, you can, like, solve the crime, you could deduce all kinds of things. If you're, there's a stat called Shivers, oh. which is being attuned to the city. That's And awesome. you can, like, yeah, like, you can sense, uh, like you know, the world around you better. There's, like, a volition, which is, like, keeping your shit together. It'll tell you, like, how you should approach uh, different... And then, like, when you fail the checks, because it's literally, like, dialogue um, choices, and then it'll be, like, this is a check. You have to sort of succeed on, like, a random roll mm -hmm. with your stats to, like, pass. Um, if you fail, it either diverts into a new thing of narrative, or you get to try it again if you up your stat mm -hmm. um but like sometimes if you straight up fail on like uh a social cue uh all the next set of dialogue options are like atrocious garbage to say <laughs> to a person and like you cannot not like like you're gonna lose health points if you think a certain way because like it'll get into your the bad memories that you're trying to fight out like every time you talk about your ex something you get like health points taken because you don't <laughs> want to think about it that's insane it's nuts yeah it's crazy and like there's a couple times where like i had low some stat and i was trying to threaten uh or at least step my authority up to like pressure uh, a suspect uh -huh. and i wanted them to i wanted them to answer some questions and like start talking um, so I, I failed the check and like one of the only options that I had was reach for my partner's gun and <laughs> stick it in my own mouth. Be like, listen to me guys. And it was like, uh, Jesus. like I could have gotten a game over if I didn't. If, you don't think like, that would have worked? No, it didn't. Oh, work. That's annoying. <laughs> that's really, annoying. that seems like that should work. It didn't, it did not work. They <laughs> thought I was a fucking loser. <laughs> uh, um, this, uh, this AV club article, um, says disco elysium is the best unofficial twin peaks game ever made it's that's a strange thing to say but i totally get it because you can play like a dale cooper-esque dream detective character right. right and that's sort of like what it like facilitates that's kind of awesome yeah you can talk to the dead body <laughs> just by like tell me what you think like if you have your high inland empire you can talk to inanimate objects that will give you actual clues to that's insane. Yeah, it's nuts. And like it's all side quests. Like there's a main there's a the main investigation sort of happens through side quests. Interesting. Like, oh, I'll check this out over here cuz this sounds cool and then it'll sort of loop back into the main narrative. That's actually awesome. At some point, yeah. That's and really then if cool. they don't then it it's like a it's a character 
Right. Side quest. It's just like a regular side quest from yeah. other games. Yeah. Except maybe still building characters. Though. Yes. That's it's cool. literally like, That's you, like really you pursue rad. a lead that doesn't seem connected. It usually is unless it's something that is directly a character moment for your character. That's awesome. And it's like, oh, all right. That's, yeah. So I chose to play my guy as like a... Um, more like you can they there's a lot of temptations to keep doing more drugs and alcohol throughout the whole game i tried to give him a a a redemption arc so he's like a better detective um they don't actually lock you like there's you can be a fascist cop Mm -hmm. you can be a communist cop okay uh which is just a guy who is nominally a detective but just really loves communism that's sort of what I ended up <laughs> okay. being. Like, yeah, like you can you can sort of throw out the desire to solve the case, mm-hmm. like at all, and you're just sort of strung along by, you know, everyone else being like, you have to, like right. you're here to do this, and it's like, okay, right? You can provoke, uh, like the whole the whole mystery um, is there's a lynching behind a bar, uh near a dock workers union strike okay and in uh it's all sort of embroiled in the local politics of this of this place on the waterfront yeah it's really cool can i read two sec i'm gonna read two sentences from this uh not (laughs) review it's something this is what i'm playing just like a thing yeah um uh while you're playable detective in uh in Disco Elysium is a far cry from Dale Cooper's clean-cut demeanor, racked as he is with alcoholism, suicidal impulses, and a fashion sense fished out of a 1970s septic tank. Yep. He's nevertheless the closest the genre has ever come to offering up a satisfying emulation of Coop's electric approach to calmly taking a mystery apart. Yep. And then later on, um, Disco Elysium is also still a damn good mystery, one you can solve by embodying the methods of some of the greatest unconventional detectives of the modern era. For me, that meant channeling equal parts Dale Cooper, Dirk Gently, and Rust Cole. Yes, that's... Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, like, it sounds, there's some Rust Cole vibes to it. Yeah, that's it's very awesome. Rust Cole and very Dirk Gently. Uh, but hold on. But by no means uh, are that, is that the only path. If you just want to bust heads, do a Sherlock scan, or just be extremely high at all times, there's a build and a skill that will seat itself happily on your shoulder. That's so cool. It's a cool game. I hear it's, like one of the most like free games it's like just you can just do whatever you, you can want. just do whatever i mean there's still With limitations obviously. there's limitations there's still a narrative that it wants to do but there's the routes to get there are right. numerous and it's really a lot of fun um it's its own world i think the setting is called elysium is like what they said like this whole place is called there's um i don't know all the specifics but there's um you know, it's not. No, there's no analogs to like any real countries or anything. It's like, what if a different world sort of ended up looking like the '70s at some point? Mm-hmm. That's kind uh, of like cool. a like a like a mid '70s Europe. Huh. But it has no basis in our world, right? Yeah, any sort of historical yeah context. And it takes place like in their the '50s, I think, is when the whole thing takes place. But it's like it looks like our '70s. In a uh, middle European, like Eastern European dock town. That sounds it's so really, weird. It's really cool. That sounds awesome. That sounds um, really great. I really want to. I have no anything about it. I want to play the Outer Wilds. Yeah, the Outer Worlds. I, Outer Worlds Definitely is cool. the is the the new. Um, what's her What's their face? Uh, Obsidian. Obsidian. That's game. the only thing I know about it. Is it sounds cool when Obsidian made it. Yeah. So I, just I hear play people. It. There's a lot of people comparing the two. 
Yeah. Because they're, like, new, like, RPGs that just came out. Yeah. And they're like, Disco Elysium, like, after playing Disco Elysium, it's hard to play yeah. Outer Worlds because it, like, funnels itself back mm. into a more traditional sort of, like, route. Interesting. Like, mm, interesting. But when, the freedom of Disco Elysium. Literally, this 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 little write-up has said, like, oh, man, I was going to go through a whole, this entire column without taking a swipe at Outer Worlds, but whatever. I yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, there's one, there's a couple flaws. I think D- Disco Elysium isn't perfect. This Disco Elysium review. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I wanted to talk about it. Um, <laughs> and besides, we're talking about something else that I don't have too much to say of, um, today. Um, mm-hmm. Disco Elysium, my, my one flaw is that, uh, there's a couple sections in the game that I had to, like, go back a couple save files at. Because if you don't have enough money to pay for the hotel on mm-hmm. day two, uh, the game sort of soft-locked you, and you can't oh, really. Yeah. That's annoying. It's weird. I was like, this is odd. I didn't have enough money because I was busy doing all the story stuff, and I wasn't you know, playing to the best of my ability of collecting everything in sight. Uh, so I had to go back and replay a large Ugh. section of the game mm. to that. sort of get back to it. And then That's... there was, yeah, there was one other time that I needed to abuse saves. Mm. Like, one other time later on in the game. Um, if that was fixed, I think it would be, like, really damn near perfect. Mm. It was, like, a big flaw. I stopped playing for a couple days. Uh, in the middle of it and then that yeah that's a real like momentum killer yeah that sucks i'm not a fan of games that like are there's like shit that you can do wrong that they don't tell you that they don't tell you and is like game breaking essentially Mm -hmm. like that's why i really like the witcher 3 have you ever played the witcher yeah i played a little bit of the. i I like the witcher 3 a lot because a lot of the shit in it even main quests to a certain extent either make it so that you really can't fail them in a game-breaking way or if you do something wrong it just becomes part of the story yeah like a lot of the side quests is like oh hey you did this wrong it's just gonna come up later on mm-hmm. right and that's cool as opposed to hey you didn't do this uh sorry you gotta go back it's like you didn't do this thing you didn't know you needed to right and then you're fucked yeah, yeah. exactly because there was not enough time like like people start to go to bed and close down their shops at some point so i couldn't ask anyone for money i couldn't sell my shit mm. Uh, and then by that time I was like, um, it's 2 a.m. No NPCs are available to talk to and time doesn't progress unless you're talking to people in that game. It's like a dialogue based time progression. So I was like, oh, well, that sucks. Yeah, we're done. Right. So I had to go back. Uh, I managed to replay some sections, got more money just in time. And then after that the game gives you an out for the rest of the days. Mm-hmm. There's like another place that you can sleep that you don't need money. Oh, why didn't they just do that before? Mm, Cause you don't unlock that until the third day. Why not just not have the money be an issue until the third day? I don't know. Or why not just make it so that if you don't have the money on the second day, you can still keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't know. There could have been like sleep in your car mechanic. Yeah. There, there's sort of, I hear that there is like a sleep on a bench thing oh. that you have to sort of unlock through dialogue choices earlier. <laughs> like, okay. so like I missed the window where I can unlock being able to sleep outside. Like, yeah, I, I, I didn't know that I had to do something so rigid. And that's like the one time that the game fucked up for me. Hmm. Other, uh, other than that, I had a great 
Can I, can I ask a question? Was it, when you say fucked up, do you mean like literally I could not play it after this point or it would make my life extremely difficult to keep playing it on past this point? Literally, I had to restart from an earlier... There was no other option. No other okay. option. Because uh, cause I would like, it would be annoying, but I would like a game where it's like, oh, hey, you didn't do this thing that you were supposed to do in time. Uh, you can keep playing the game, but you're going to be at a disadvantage. Yeah, that's, I wish that that's what exactly, it did. Yeah. It did not give me that that choice. Like, hey, you slept on the on the ground this one night. Now you're going to be sick for a couple days. Yeah, you if know? they gave me like some minuses to stuff for sleeping outside, yeah, that'd be okay. But they didn't do that. <laughs> Hello, friends. <laughs> this is. It came from Basement, a show where we cover the contents of the 96 disc inside a mysterious DVD binder that has been delivered to us via the turning wheel of fate. I'm Dean, he, him. I'm Dan, he, him. Roxy, she, her. Uh, If you have any questions, uh, reviews of Disco Elysium, Mm -hmm. or, um, uh, I don't know, by the time you hear this, probably... Good recipes. Death Stranding. Good recipes. Oh, yeah, I'd be down for some recipes. Yeah, yeah send us some recipes at uh, <laughs> it came from basement at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure the episodes that we literally say, hey, email us anything are out already, and we never got an email, so yeah. you're all disappointing us. Yeah, you're all you're all disappointing you're us. You're on thin fucking ice, <laughs> dwellers. Dwell- <laughs> dwellers! Don't keep, stop. Do what we say or we'll make you regret it. If you've managed to get this far into the episode uh, without knowing who we are, um, follow us on Twitter at BasementCast, or maybe donate to Patreon at mm-hmm. patreon.com slash itcamefrombasement. We'll give you other stuff. Uh, like uh, bonus episodes, and you can suggest what movies we watch. Uh, we, we, I'm sorry, which media we experience. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> I, can't, I can't really say that. Um, I just made, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Go please rate and review us. Please do. Just yeah, do go it. ahead, please. Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, not really a please anymore. Just just do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, metal Pod. Gear? Uh, gear Pod. Uh, metal Pod 2. Pods of Liberty. Death Podding. Podamon, Sword and Shield. <laughs> metal Pod 3. Snake Pod. Metal Pod 4, Pods of the Patriots. Metal Pod 5, The Phantom Pod. Silent Pods. Silent Pods. Cancelled. Silent Pods. <laughs> Cancelled. Uh, Fucking cancel culture. Snatcher. <laughs> oh, man. That reminded me of it. Pods of the Enders. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Mm, see what we did? Final Podacy uh, 4. <laughs> Um, Pado Trigger. Oh my god, I hate this. Oh no, yeah, sorry, not not Final Pottery Four. Potty Trigger. <laughs> Potty Trigger. Potty <laughs> Trigger is so good. Uh, today we watched the movie Method, mm. a 2004 film starring uh, Elizabeth Hurley, directed by Duncan Roy. Rebecca Fairbanks is beautiful. Rebecca, come on, give us a smile over film focus. Adored. Love you, Rebecca. And one of the world's biggest stars. But in her newest role of a serial killer. Okay, cut. That was terrific. She's begun to live the part on camera. Action. And off. You know I have to be good in this. 
Concentrate, I can't remember my line. What's going on? I don't know. Beautiful shot, thank you. I need someone. Do you think you won't fool around on you? Do you think you won't leave? Men don't change, darling. I'm your wife! I know you! This thing you have with her, it isn't real! You wanna be with her? Be with her. My wife, what does she have to do with us? I think she was murdered. Do you think I did it? She's hearing things, seeing things. There's a fear to her vengeance. Don't think I don't know what you're trying to do. A hunger to her passion. It's worth it, isn't it? A method to her madness. Elizabeth Hurley, Jeremy Sisto, Method. It's a good name. Yeah. What's that name? I watched this movie over the course of two weeks. <laughs> like, in, pausing it. In ten minute in, 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 in intervals every time. That sounds better than how I watched it. Yeah. Which was from beginning to end. <laughs> yeah, same. I paused it maybe once or twice, but... Yeah, I the last half hour I watched all in one sitting, and that was odd. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you watched it all in one sitting, well, the fact, or no, the, the fact that the last half hour of the movie is also the whole movie. Oh yeah, the last like twenty minutes of the movie is the whole movie. Yeah, and that's like that's a thing in the binder, is where the concept happens at the bottom at, in the last half of the film, right? I feel like that's like something that always. Like yeah, the pacing doesn't hold up. No, because it's it feels like it, oh, like it's interesting now. Like yeah. we've now kind of gotten to the point where oh, this would be a good time to start a movie, but it's always like right before the credits. Yeah, yeah. So it's happened a few times. That, yeah, that's what I felt. The about French this one, one pretty egregiously. Yeah, where the French one gets interesting. Yeah, <laughs> at the last two minutes of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, like a lot of these like don't hold up their premise further than the one sentence logline that they have. And you can't do it at the beginning of the movie because this is like you want the end part to be the good part. Right. But we take so long to get there. And so much of it isn't interesting. And so much of it is not interesting like this movie. Um, Duncan Roy uh, directed. I want to read you his entire. Oh, awesome. I didn't have a hand in this, so I'm on the. Like, I have no idea who any of these people are. A.K.A. is one of his movies. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me something like his name. No. A.K.A. Ridley Scott. <laughs> yeah, Duncan Roy. It's really Ridley Scott. No. Uh, the Picture of Dorian Gray. Interesting. Clancy's Kitchen. Okay. okay. Jackson, My Life, Your Fault is the name <laughs> of the whole. Wait, that whole, that one title? Yeah, Jackson, Jackson. My Life, Your Fault. Okay. Was that the... Never mind. Is that a big source of inspiration for Todd Phillips' Joker? <laughs> Maybe. It sounds like it. Could be. We live in a society. <laughs> What's that tweet? Is the, the death bell toll? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest scenes in cinema history. <laughs> Have you watched that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I fucking watched it. Did you watch the movie? No. Oh. I saw the scene. I oh, okay. asked... Um, the scene's... He's just dancing on the stairs. And then it turns into... Yeah. But, but then the transition from the music is, like, 
the worst it's in all the world. Yeah. The song itself is just it's like, not a good why choice. is it playing? Yeah. The, he throws a cigarette away and then just has it again later on. The shots of a, the yeah. shots of above the stairs are completely dry, but then he keeps splashing in giant puddles that are everywhere. I asked um, I asked yeah. Yami about that. I'm like, hey, did you watch the scene that's going on online? She's like, yeah. I don't remember that music in that at all. Even oh. though this is like, I've seen like multiple yeah. unrelated sources. It's I think it's the music. I think it is, yeah. People but she's just like, is. yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> like yeah. she just didn't remember the scene music. <laughs> well, yeah, it's cinema perfection. Someone just doesn't remember what was going on. Did you see that? I sent you guys one of... Um, uh, Leatherface, did you see yeah, that? Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that was so good. Because it, it, every now and then it just cuts to him, like, and but honestly though, that scene is like transcendent in Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. So it's very good. Um, uh, oh, um, nine hundred million dollars Joker has made. More than this movie, Method, <laughs> written by Duncan Roy and Katie L. Fetting, she wrote. Battlefield Five, the the video game. Wow, interesting. And she was also worked on a movie called uh, Homecoming, and like there was like two other credits, and that was it. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, stars Elizabeth Hurley as Rebecca. Sure does. From Austin Powers, Bedazzled, Runaways, uh, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, Gossip Girl. Hmm. I. I was like, I, I know that name, but I don't really know her face very well, and then that's why I've never really seen anything she's in. She's like in Austin Powers. Is like yeah, that's like one. the thing is <laughs> she was in the first Austin Powers. I haven't yeah. seen Austin Powers since I was like a child. Yeah, same. But yeah, yeah. I also I watched it like ninety thousand yeah. times <laughs> when as I was a, child. a kid. I watched it a lot. <laughs> I saw it like once. I don't remember it at all. I, I think, think I liked the second one more. Doesn't everyone? Yeah. I, is I the second was, one just better? I think that was the go-to. Yeah. 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 I, I think I watched the third one, like, once. I don't think I ever really watched that I think movie. I've only seen it once all the way through, mm, but I have okay. seen much of it more. <laughs> okay. Like, for time. I don't know why. What, what are the... It's, is Austin Powers the first one? So, Austin Powers? Austin, Austin Powers International, International Man, Man of Mystery. Mystery. And the second one is Goldfinger? No. Spy Who Spy Shagged, Shagged Me. Me. And then Goldfinger. Who is a gold member. Gold member. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's not okay. his finger. No, it's not his. No, okay, because Goldfinger <laughs> is the James Bond. Yes, yeah, that's okay. the. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is interesting, because because uh, Carmen Du Sautoy mm-hmm. plays the mom in this movie, and she is most known for being in. The film, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so that which is Man with the Golden Gun. Oh, nice, <laughs> the Bond movie. Oh, okay. That's I still haven't seen that one. Really? Yeah. That one's. M- I've got a few glaring. One bond of my. Holes. You got some Bond holes. I got some Bond holes that I need to get ba- filled. Bond needs to fill those holes. Yeah. Man with the Golden Gun is the best movie from my least favorite Bond. <laughs> is that oh, a Roger movie? Roger Moore? Roger Moore. Yeah. I don't think he's a very good Bond. Um, I think it's a good move. Like, that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. How many Bond movies in general rank below it? Just Roger Moore's movies? Probably, yeah, because I don't like them that much. I don't really like a lot of the Roger Moore movies all that much. I don't know. I I gotta go. I'll do a definitive ranking at some point. There's a couple that I haven't seen, like, here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've seen every Bond movie. So maybe when I watch them all as, like, a big marathon, maybe yeah. I'll fill in some of my Bond holes. <laughs> um, 
You, you can gotta try get those bondholes filled. You can try to do that before. Um, before no time, no time to, to die. die. Yeah, it's such name. a dumb title. Yeah. Oh, you don't like it? It's fine. I it think just it sounds so corny, but that's what bond to titles me. It are sounds like the first thing you write down when you're thinking of bond titles, uh, and yeah. you go with it. Yeah, yeah kind of. Is it a book? It's like the worst no. version oh, okay. of a Bond title. Ah, uh, I hope it's a good one. I mean, I just really want Daniel Craig's Bond to go out with on a good movie. A good movie. Yeah, yeah. Spectre's really not that good. I watched it. I think it's okay. You I don't, don't have know. Spectre up on your uh, perfectly legally obtained Plex server. Um, do I not? have... I don't think so. Hmm, I thought I did. I think you stopped with. Why um, don't you put all the Bonds on there? I did. I do. Oh, okay. I think the only I, when I I haven't looked. When did um, I do have that? I feel like the one I saw I didn't see on there was the last one that came out. Spectre. I think so. Oh, well, then maybe it's not. Because I think you had three Daniel Craigs on there. Hmm. And that's the fourth one, right? Hmm. Yeah. I believe I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have so much shit on that fucking Plex <laughs> server. I was um, I was at Liz's house and I was like, hey, look at this, look at this Plex server. And after like five minutes, Liz went, is Dean okay? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I'm like, here, it's all Star Wars, here's all of Star Trek, and I think at that point they were like, It's not Holy even all shit. of it, because it's all of Star Wars and then fan edits on top oh, of yeah, that. Yeah. A bunch of shit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and then also the Clone Wars. Yeah, I got, all, I got them all. And then um, every single Star Trek show and movie. Yeah, I mean, there's so much. All of Lupin the goddamn third. There's so much Lupin the third on there. I was it's cleaned up now, it's cleaned up. I was surprised that there wasn't there wasn't more Doctor Who. There... The, it's coming, I'm it's sure. It's coming. We'll there's, get to it. There's a whole thing that happened with it that I'll discuss later. Okay. When are you gonna put um when are you gonna put Homestuck on it? You can't. Gonna... <laughs> it, you can't. You just start going through and saving HTML pages and putting up on your plug. Do you have all the Rockies up there? No, I gotta put them ah. I like your Mad Max. I like the cover art you get for some shit. The Mad Max collection is really cool. Star Wars one. is cool. I love the um I love the uh, Kelvin Timeline Star Trek covers. Yeah, you have. they're cool. They're in line with the rest of them. Yeah. That's really neat. They're Bob Peakian. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I searched long and hard for good <laughs> ones that like looked all together. And the MCU, obviously, is cool. Yeah, MCU is pretty cool. I think it's cool, especially because you have like the one-shots in the same style. Mm-hmm. One-shots. That's what my dad's been going through. He's been enjoying having all the Marvel movies in one set. No, oh, really? Yeah. He like, oh, he's, yeah. he's, 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 <laughs> that's what he's using it for. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to use it to watch the, the one shots. I'm watching through them with Liz right now. Um, we just watched The War. Nice. But I'm going to watch the one shots on there. The rest of them I have all, like, cool. my voodoo. So. Cool, cool, Um, What were we talking about? Oh, I'm going to do, I'll do a Bond watch pretty soon. I, I want to do, do it too. I want to do a Bond watch. I'm gonna do a Bond watch, and I'm doing a Phoebe Waller Bridge watch because she wrote that. So I just watched through Fleabag. How was that? It was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. It's funny and weird. It's really weird. I've heard it's weird. Um, It's not as weird as some of the scenes in it would suggest. Like it, like some of the scenes are like really weird, and then it doesn't really go that weird anymore. Mm. But it's cool. I like it a lot. She's really great. I want to watch. There's a lot. Killing Eve, right? Killing Eve. Killing Eve. I want to watch Fleabag. Those are the two stuff she's she does. She's done. I want to watch it. Yeah, it's good. Fleabag's good. You can watch it and you can sit down and watch both seasons in, in a single sitting. Oh, there, really? There are six episodes, 25 minutes each. Oh. Um, yeah. So you can watch the whole thing in one. We watched it oh. in like five hours. That's like less than i think you should i think leave. you should leave oh no for sure yeah it's like five hours that's insane no it's not less than it's, it's oh. less episodes but um they're longer i think you should leave is like 15. 17 oh 15, yeah yeah 17. yeah um, but it's still the same like we can sit down and watch this whole thing yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy that's kind of great yeah especially because like it is just kind of one whole thing mm-hmm. neat so it's good i recommend it i highly recommend it 
Uh, Carmen Dusatoy was also in the Line of Beauty Highlander TV series. Nice. Poirot uh, nice. and Lost Empires. Poirot? Like an episode of Poirot, yeah. Okay. Um, which that is also on also Netflix. on there. That was that's one of the things that <laughs> I think tip, tips me over into your insane territory. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, but why Poirot's good? What surprised me about it was that I was like looking at the last season. I'm like 2013. Yeah, it's like started in the 80s. Yeah, they've been doing like a season every couple years. They did. Um, they did every Agatha Christie Poirot story. Like that's like, an, like an adaptation of it. If it wasn't big enough to sustain an episode of TV, they sort of, like, changed it. But all the novels have either movie or episode-length things. They did it with the, pretty much the same cast from, like, 1989 That's to 2013 when they did insane. the last episode. Insane. <laughs> yeah. Is it officially over? Yeah, it's done. So That's incredible. So from Jesus. 1989 or 86 or whatever to 2013 is... They didn't invent anything. All of it is nope. just straight adaptation. It's and all they... like 76 actual published Agatha Christie Poirot novels get, and short stories. Get that fucked, they, Kenneth they, Branagh. They might, have, they might have like expanded. I think they definitely mixed some stuff up, but like it is just this is the setup for this short story or whatever. That's literally yeah. insane. I think they took liberties, but uh, it, it's still everything is, is there. They didn't make anything new. Um, to like fill time. Like there's a couple seasons that are like two episodes. It's like, if you go yeah. through, it'll be like this season has like two episodes because wow. it's just two movies that they made. That's legitimately like, a okay. baffling thing to it's me. It's crazy. And that's why I'm, I'm slowly working through it. And it's good. Yeah. Mm. It's like, he's a really good poro. Uh, it's just a good time. They do it all. Um, I wonder if they were method acting during any of that. Do you oh think he was Perot all the time? All the time? Didn't we talk about method acting on our last episode? We did. Recorded? Yes, we assumed funny. that this movie was going to be about. Well, Dan, didn't you say? Thank you. On it air is. that it was going to be about method acting. It, it it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think we didn't know that when oh, okay. we recorded. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We took a, a stab. Oh, okay. At it. I thought you were like you were wrong. It's like no. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> uh, Jeremy <laughs> Jeremy Sisto. Cisco? I I knew you were. There's a Cisco in this show. No, no, no. Jeremy Sisto. Ah, Sisto. So he's not leading a. Is there a Jeremy Cisco? No. In real life? Nope. There's a fucking Benjamin Cisco. There's a Benjamin. Okay. And he's the best goddamn character of all time. Jeremy Sisto as Jake Fields. Not Jake Jake Sisko? (laughs) Not Jake Sisko. Is this a Jake Sisko movie? Uh, From Wrong Turn, Waitress, Clueless, The Shaggy Dog. uh, The Shaggy Dog. A returning uh, funny title, Duckman, Private Dick, Family Man. (laughs) Oh, shit. Hell yeah. (laughs) He's also in that. He's in Uh, Ferdinand, too. He plays Ferdinand's father. Nice. Um, Oh, fuck. Jesus. Oh, dude. Oh, he hit me right at the wrong time. I'm sorry. It's fun. <laughs> at the right time. Uh, Jesus, in which he plays his, uh, Jesus. He's in a movie called Bong Water. <laughs> He's oh, also nice. in uh, Six Feet Under, Numb Three Years, uh, <laughs> Suburb, Suburgatory. Num- <laughs> you fucking asshole. That's how, you, that's how yeah, I've no, always read it. It's, yeah. Numb Three Years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where who he is. Uh, also, this movie features John Barrowman. As Timothy Stevens yeah. from Torchwood, The Arrowverse, Zero Dark Doctor Thirty, Who. Desperate Housewives, making I... Doctor Who. 
Yeah. I like John Barrowman. I also like John Barrowman. He seems like a fun guy. Yeah, I I also like John Barrowman. I like that they didn't erase the sexuality in this movie. It was no, played he was... a little weird, I guess. Yeah. But... It, it was played in that weird, like, like mid-2000s way where it seemed like the people making it were like, hey, by making this just a thing, we're being cool about it. But it was, like, kind of focused on a little bit, you know? Yeah. 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 It's like the well-meaning weirdness, yes. I think. Yeah. It was played up a little too much, but it didn't... It wasn't, wasn't it wasn't trying to be mean about yeah. it. Yeah. Right. It just kind of showed you how not mean they were yeah. being about it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They were pointing out how cool they were with gay people. Like, yeah. look at this gay guy. Which is better than not. He's sleeping with the man <laughs> is like what it was. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's fine, I guess. Yeah. Um I do have some trivia about this movie. Oh, Whoa. Boy. It's not great. Ooh. Um, when would it be? Because the 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 sources, the links, the only three links to you know related media on Wikipedia, uh, the only three links are to some old, like archived tabloid um, websites. Uh, it's all the same website for all three of the articles it links to, and it's just like uh, a fight broke out on the set of this. Uh, between the director and the producer. Okay. Um, nice. Elizabeth Hurley was a nightmare to work with, apparently, because she would always uh, have incredibly loud sex with her boyfriend in the trailer. Oh, holy shit. Um, Get it, girl. And, like, and would want to, like, uh, just sort of, like, didn't work well with the director and wanted to control a lot of what was going on. Um, and then the other article was the another person coming to the defense of uh, Hurley, saying, like, well, no, the director shouldn't have been able to hear the sex coming from the trailer. That's weird. (laughs) Like, that director's a perv, if that's what he heard. Don't listen to people's trailers. And it was very funny to me reading it. What a story. (laughs) What, what like, a beginning, middle, and end. Right. If we ever get Elizabeth Hurley on the show, we have to ask her about that. We won't. How loud was your sex? How during... loud was your sex? Hey, in Method. In remember Method? Meth? Huh? <laughs> you well, you guys went Method? to Prague for a couple weeks and made a shitty movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So, what's this movie about? I don't know. Uh, is it an actor? Rebecca is, yep. a act- is a movie star. Told you. She uh, is making her first movie in three years. Three years. I didn't remember that time period. And I'm surprised that you did. I only knew because I was reading it from this thing. I don't know. Um, Dan's getting the brain cells. Some stuff sticks every once in a while. After her breakup with Jake, um, is who like was that dude? Jeremy Sisto. Sisto. Yeah. Okay. I feel like he looks familiar. Yeah, he was. He was in Number Three Years. It's <laughs> <laughs> really worrisome. It's not typed like that on wikipedia the article just really numbers. yeah oh, said num three years that's really good num three years is like what it is dumb should always <laughs> stylize it like that um all right isn't it supposed to be like a wild west thing yeah so why so. are they in romania it's cheaper i guess probably why they yeah. probably actually filmed in romania yeah yeah it does. if they did i don't know but i'm assuming it, so it looks like they did i I actually kind of the parts I liked about this movie were the fact that it was filming a movie. 
I kind of yeah. dug that. Like, um, there was one particular shot later on where there's, like, a storm in front of the house. Yeah. And it shows you the fan and then throwing shit in it. And then it cuts to, like, the actual shot. That was actually a pretty cool shot. Yeah. That was one of the cool ones. I like... The movie has good ideas, I think. Right. I like I like movies sometimes about movies, you mm-hmm. know? And it was cool to show the behind-the-scenes stuff of, like, stuff you usually don't get to see and that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, and then the fact that they actually probably filmed it in Romania... And also filmed this Wild West movie in Romania in the fiction is funny yeah. and cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Jake uh, brings his new wife to the shoot. They're co-stars. That's they they right. Yeah, they, they were dating. They're like big actors or whatever. They broke up. It was a pretty nasty breakup or whatever. She had a miscarriage. That's public. Yes. That is public knowledge. She had a miscarriage. Asked her about right. it. John Barrowman is like a is like a, a journalist, a journalist early on. He's asking him all these invasive questions, and they're getting mad. Yeah, he's a mean guy. Um, so they're co-stars in this new movie. Jake's new wife is with him on set. Uh, Rebecca's mom is with her. They have a fraught relationship. They're always clashing. Um, Who now? The mom and Rebecca and her yes, mom. Okay, um, Mona. Um, they are making a. Uh, a, mur- a mass murderer movie about early twenty early twentieth century woman named Do we remember Bell? Yeah, Bell Gibbons, something, something like that. Like uh, she murdered a lot of people by luring men to the house and killed them, and and got all their money and stuff. That's yeah. the moot. So that's it. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's that's like the setup. And that's then... the setup to the movie within the movie is like this. oh yes and also that's set up, set up to, the to the whole movie so so here we go now we talk about the, the film <laughs> what do we have because because this is where my whole thing breaks down is i want to talk about the movie as a whole but i don't know if i can talk about it moment to moment because no, I, I don't think so forget like it's sort of a non it's just movie yeah like you got john barrowman he's asking invasive tabloid questions you got the wife of jake who is saying like you're only took you're still in love with rebecca and he's like no and then him and rebecca do like hook up see this is the part where it confused me because a lot of the movie uh the way the movie's set up is that it keeps jumping back and forth between the the actual real life stuff and then the movie set and like the actual movie that you're you're seeing like the finished product yeah you're seeing yeah, there's the, like there's the long stretches of long stretches presenting the movie they're making at first i was unsure if we were seeing flashbacks to this real person or the movie they were making and then later in the movie they start cutting back to like the set and you see like all the people on set as opposed to like just what the cameras want you to see and then like when it didn't do that like there, because it already set up that there were going to be scenes that were not like it won't show you the set. Here's the scene in the movie, and then it cuts to like the the real life. Yeah. So that's it's, sex- liter- it's like literally like two movies intercut, right? Like, yeah, it's two completely different. And there's no like stylist. The thing that bothered me too is there's no like stylistic difference. Like it's yes, a, yeah, there I is. Wish- Isn't there like there's more of like a filter, like a cinematic filter? I guess, but it didn't. I feel like it could have been pushed. If maybe the, I don't. It wasn't don't very remember. noticeable if yeah. there was because I that, wish it was more like I don't know shot differently. Like yeah, just give it a different. You know, I agree. Shoot the stuff outside. Maybe it's more cinema verite, and then the others very theatrically. With 
moving cameras and shit. Yes. Because of the one that scene would be great. with right. the sex, I thought that was in uni- in movie. But they're wearing like non Oh wait, they are. They, they just are, they're, come right off the set. They're in their costume and they yeah. bone in like an alleyway and I thought that it was these two characters boning. And then later on, literally the scene after the, the the dude's wife is like, you had sex with her, right? And he goes, I didn't want this to happen. And I'm like, wasn't that in the movie? <laughs> right. Why are you being weird about it? It was a sex scene in the movie. You knew this was going to happen. Yeah. So there's, uh, it's unclear when the two, oh, now you got me thinking of a better version of this movie <laughs> where it's cinema verite, like behind the scenes mm-hmm. and then a theatrical looking movie intercut. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, lots of wide lenses, cinema scope, and then you go to longer lenses i don't know this movie <sighs> shouldn't be made in so, 2004 probably yeah so the best part of the best part of the movie it's towards the end hold on yeah like yeah. i just want to talk I, about I, the I, end of this movie because we can set up so the, the whole movie she is struggling acting because she had a miscarriage she hasn't been acting in a while she's having a hard time she's a method actor right she, I'm not sure if she's established as a method actor or not. I don't know. She's, she's trying it out in this one? She's trying to connect. She doesn't know how to play the character, and she's trying to connect to this real person who lives, supposedly. And throughout the movie, the ghost of that person, yeah. possibly, or just her figment of her imagination. There's dream sequences. There's also yeah. movie sequences. There's also real sequences. Right. It keeps, like, looking at her and, like, and talking yeah. to her in, like, ghostly voices. Yeah. And she starts, like almost slipping into the character on set and then off of set. Yeah. So over the course of the movie, she's steadily progressed. She's getting more into the character, yeah. but in like a dangerous, mentally unstable kind of way. Yeah. And that's the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's it. Nothing so, really happens. Um, there, uh, uh, she, so throughout the course of the movie too, yeah. really quick, she kills in the film and she starts killing out of the film yes. people who are like upsetting her life in her right. life. Yeah. John Barrowman is one of the, the kills vic- the victims. So is the wife. And the wife right after the fight, she leaves and wants a divorce from the dude. She leaves and is immediately stabbed in an alleyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah, like, right the wife the gets killed. Yeah. Okay. And then John Barrowman gets killed. Okay. Yeah. And then the best part of the movie is we do a long sequence that is in the movie. And uh, it's just showing the escalation of the murders. Yeah. And it's inside the movie. It's really cool because just when you forget, like, you're going in between the two movies, she is attacking the one dude in, like, an action sequence in the fiction of the movie with, like, the hammer that she's been using. And then all of the camera crew like rushes in and pulls her off of the guy and it breaks the narrative and it's like oh cool like she was actually hurting this actor right and i thought that was like a really cool that was like the best part of this movie was like one scene that broke in from the fiction to Mm -hmm. the behind the scenes part um there was there was another part earlier that did that but it's very they use it very rarely yeah um which you know whether or not you understand like what real life scenes, which ones are those and which ones right. are the fictional scenes. I guess it's to its detriment because I didn't know the sex scene was real. Yeah. So. But maybe that's the point. Maybe the blur between the yeah. two. Maybe. Uh, I, knew, I knew we were going to say that in this in this episode. <laughs> when I was watching it, I was like, well, what if that's the intention yeah. is that you don't know what it's supposed to happen at any given moment. It's like, yeah, I know. The movie fucking put on its ironclad. Don't criticize me, armor. <laughs> It, that would make sense if it was presented in any other way. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, it, it it baked that into its own self to not be 
criticized. Like, oh yeah, it's supposed to be chaotic and unintelligible. Okay. There was a scene where they go to like the market or something. Like they go, oh, I don't know they're I like the, the, J- Jake and um, Jake and Rebecca go to like a thrift store in like the city. And then she sure. like the ghost lady says like, oh, don't trust him. You're like you can't. And then she goes, freaks out and like runs. And there's a weird like chase sequence through yeah. the streets. And then she just sort of stops. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> the, movie's, the movie's weird. Um, what else? Do, what else? I don't know. She kills I, her mom. Yes. Well, do we, do we see that? There's a lot. Okay, so I don't understand what happened at the end of this movie. Okay. Because I don't think I was paying attention a whole lot. But when I did start repaying attention, it was... There's a fire? Yeah. Right? There's a they, fire. And then they find some bodies, and I. it seemed like... Mm, that, that was... See, I, I don't know. So I think the fire was in the movie. Yeah, there was a fire but in the movie. But then don't they find bodies and the guys are like, oh, it's just a prop. And then... That was... But was that real? Weird. Because it seemed like the guy's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just a prop. But that, the way I thought it was supposed to be taken was that it was a real body they found. I think so. They cut away from it yeah. so quickly after they say that that I was not sure what was going and on. And it didn't seem like it... It doesn't it back around? No, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, See, I don't know what the fuck that was about. Yeah. From what I remember, the end of this film is... Uh, she has a fight with her mom. I don't think you see her kill her. No. The dude is pulled into like Interpol or something and nice. interviewed. Oh yeah, there yeah. was a, there was a interrogation. whole interrogation scene with a. <laughs> I actually dug that a lot. Interrogator. Yeah, and a, a translator. A translator, which was kind of amazing. While he's being interrogated and set, and they think he killed his wife. I think uh, they're like trying yeah. to egg him on. While that's happening, it's intercutting with the film and his character getting lynched for yes. the murders that she committed, which I which thought I, was pretty cool. That was really yeah. cool. Um, he's getting interviewed. Good. He comes back and tries to find his wife. She's not at the hotel, obviously. He goes to her room, and that's when she's like, "Oh my God, someone came in and killed my mom." Right. I think her mom. Well, she said, "Well, it looked like her mom had committed suicide." Yeah, right? yeah. Slit her wrist. So, so she gets into a big and fight then... with her mom because she's accusing her of like, "You made me get an abortion." An abortion. Yeah, it's not yeah. a miscarriage. It's like you made you killed my son. Yeah, is basically what she said. Well, she's upset. Yeah, she's upset because her mom is very controlling. Yeah, and, and trying to live like, vicariously through her. Essentially, she's and, like the twenty, like twenty from twenties to your thirties is working time. Yeah, like how dare you try to settle down with a with a kid? Yeah, she she's wanted, like you were never as good as I am. So you're <laughs> trying to live through yeah my success and it's like okay so she has a um, a whole thing going on with that and then yeah she looks it makes it look like a, a suicide and then there's this weird dream sequence was that a dream I yes kinda, okay see it was i wasn't exactly sure because there was a lot there's a lot going on i, I don't understand it. i was very confused too in the dream sequence she there's they're in europe or something i thought it was different characters for a second i didn't know what was going they on were, weren't they in like malibu Ma- are they in malibu yeah they're somewhere I think, like, a else. malibu title card comes up oh okay it's when they're on the balcony yes right, the oh yeah they were yeah. in like california i'm like oh okay they're in some other I guess place it was a dream and uh he she gets a call Wait, why would the title card come up if it's <laughs> exactly. a dream right. i think it's supposed, yeah. to, it's supposed to blend um she gets a call and it's like oh they said it couldn't have been a suicide and then he confesses to the murder and his wife right and his, his wife, wife and her mother because they're and keeping like, the two of them apart yes and then she wakes up in bed and talks to the ghost right and then the ghost is like he sucks we're on our own and then she she raises like a fucking like paper cutter or something oh, yeah brings it down the movie's over oh yeah implying she killed him yeah she's never caught 
There's nothing ever like about the two blending together. It's the movie's never finished, I guess. It it's weird. Yeah. It, it ends very abruptly. Yeah. 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 Is there anything else to say about this movie? It, it's an interesting idea. There, I, I, I hope there is. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of interesting ideas. I wish I think made with more of a vision. I think it could be a lot cooler. Isn't this? So I haven't watched it yet. I do own it. I think so. I should, probably should watch it. But I'm, isn't this uh, pretty much Perfect Blue? It might. Oh shit! Satoshi you know Con, what? I've never Con. seen it. Yeah, but it might be Perfect. I'm pretty blue. sure this is Perfect Blue because Perfect Blue <laughs> is also kind of Mulholland Drive. Which this is also which sort is of kind of getting into that tech, but I think it's I, it, from what I know about Perfect Blue. I gotta watch that. It seems like this is very much that, like actor, like actor, and I guess the role sort of blending the real the the yeah. boundary between reality and the fiction starts to break. Is down. Is this Perfect Blue? Is this just less good Perfect Blue? What is in Perfect Blue? Ooh, uh, what was perf- What was legitimately Perfect Blue? Wasn't that Inception? Or no? No, it Paprika. was Paprika. Right. Paprika was insane. There was another... Oh, it, yeah, sort of. I mean, not really, but yeah. like, yeah. Um, it was Chris Nolan's version, which is just... There was another movie that I feel know. like someone made that was... Oh, it was... It not it Black Swan? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I think it might be, yeah. Because I think, I think Black Swan is perfect blue. I think so. And people are like, oh yeah, this guy... Right just did that and it's like okay yeah i think you're correct paprika fucking rules paprika is a fucking thing never seen it it's it's awesome yeah we're gonna don't worry we'll get into it (laughs) okay at some point we'll go into a deeper dive on paprika at some point in in it it came from a basement oh because Um, okay yeah (laughs) uh (laughs) right uh but I have to watch, and probably by that time I'll also have seen Perfect Blue. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get back to it, but yeah, this might be might be Perfect Blue. Uh, any other interesting bits that happen in this movie? Not really. I feel like if the movie was anything more substantial, it would. I, I wish it would have like I don't know. Like clearly, she has some sort of mental illness. I, I think it's ambiguous as to whether or not she has a mental illness or whether or not she's actually seeing a ghost who's goading her and possessing her yeah i think either way she's you're supposed to get the impression that she's not totally well Mm -hmm. yeah um which i think it it kind of just uses as a plot device as opposed to like saying anything real about it which is always really iffy and weird Mm -hmm. i think yeah for sure um so i wish it did a little bit more with that but it's also so much of nothing that it almost doesn't matter right it's not offensive because it doesn't do anything right yeah if i were making this movie it would would have giallo it would have a kind of <laughs> it would be a completely different cast it would be at least to have another uh 10 million dollars onto it which would be a better movie <laughs> Thank you. thanks team <laughs> um it would be a giallo kind of wouldn't it <laughs> it would be a weird giallo slash western because the interior movie would be a western that works i feel like and then outside that. of that it would be a giallo I want to really make a fucking Blood and Black Lace TV show. I've heard. It would be really cool. That would be pretty cool. It would be really, really cool. Anyway. Heat was supposed to be a TV show. Heat? And then uh, 
it, right. <laughs> they didn't go forward with the I'm going to go to the bathroom right oh, now. Talk yes. about heat. Go talk about heat. It's the this break. It's the heat break. <laughs> um, heat was fucking amazing. Wasn't it so good? So, uh, listeners of the show may know, Dan has been touting the virtues of Michael Mann's heat for several weeks now. Yeah. I've been wanting people to watch it. And I have finally good. taken the dive to <laughs> join him. How's it feel now on this side of the heat barrier? The, the, so that movie transfixes you. Yes. It's hypnotic. It's, because, like, nothing really... It's not much. Not... But no. it's very a lot. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, at its core, it's, like, the simplest playground kind of, like... Uh, it's cops story. and robbers. It's cops and robbers, and yet it feels like myth. <laughs> like, yeah. it, like the film has a certain weight and density and layers of sort of psychological complexity and just I don't know virtuoso filmmaking. And like at the end, it's like, oh, it's a Greek tragedy. Oh, yeah. I see. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. Like it's yeah, yeah. No, the ending was some of the, like I, I, like so honestly, some of the most like suspenseful like seven minutes in in movies. Uh, and then it ends Once on... he gets on that exit, yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And the whole rest of the movie is just like this slowly it's rising. It's just like this escalating yeah. tension yeah. up until the very last shot. And it's like beautiful. It's like you burst through the clouds to Olympus yeah. at the end of that movie. It's like, oh my God. Um, yeah. It's like instantly cathartic. You just left you like, and, and it feels like it. I compared it, I think when we were watching it, I compared it a lot to Mulholland Drive, I think. Oh, shit. In a way where, because, oh, like, no. they're both sort of TV pilots, essentially. Yeah, they That were. don't ever coalesce into a regular series. No. Mulholland um, Drive is a TV pilot? Yeah. yeah. The first, That's why the movie ends, like, it descends into weirdness. Like, the first <laughs> hour of that movie. Show. Yeah, the yeah. first hour of that movie is just setting up a show, and then he was like, oh, we're not making this a show, so then he'll, he just filmed... The last half hour of yeah. it or whatever. Oh, that movie fucks. That movie's yeah. great. It was a really good movie. You know, I think it was BBC's like best movie of the twenty first century so far, like Ooh. a few years ago. Wow. Yeah. It's Maybe. good. Yeah, it's up there. It's good. Uh, I I want to watch it again. I want to watch that. I want to watch Twin Peaks again. Yeah, I'm kind of getting to that point too. Um, probably when that collector set comes out, I'll probably just do a big rewatch. Hey, uh, whatever happened with that big Twin Peaks news? Nothing probably yet. Still waiting. Is it, I thought it was supposed to like be soon. No, I don't know. It was yeah. just rumblings about it. It was yeah, just rumblings. People, I think I've just heard read people saying like from good sources something will happen. Oh, okay. Like, At some point, yeah. yeah. We don't know. Okay. The the one the one source or the one thing I said like next year is going to be a good year for Twin Peaks fans is like the thing. Mm. So it might not be for a while, but next year's in in. Two months. Yeah. yeah. So, so probably once that big collector box comes out, I'll do a Twin Peaks rewatch. Um, yeah, I'm I'm itching for some peaks. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Uh, anyway, what was the the comparison you're trying to draw between Mulholland Drive and Heat? Oh, just how dense ever like it feels, but also like I feel like they operate on the same sort of psychological level mm -hmm. you know 
Where even if you're not, I I I wasn't a hundred percent sure of what was going on in Heat at every given moment, but I yeah. felt what was going on, and yeah. that was enough. Yeah, because there's a lot of characters no, there's... that don't matter for like a lot of the movie until they matter in like one moment. Yeah, and then and then it's like okay, that's why they were sort yeah. of there. Yeah, the movie's got this sort of like lattice work of yeah. like storytelling where it's just. Like, it feels like thousands of disparate elements are introduced in the beginning, and then they all eventually work their way and weave their way together. And And it's not even, like, big, like, ooh, that's how they're connected. It's Mm -hmm. just, like, one character that we've been following for a long time, like, just is in a place, and another character that we know intimately walks up and talks to them and says, do you want to help me? And, like... Right. Okay. Yeah. But it's and just like giving that. Yeah. yeah. It's just allowing that character to have like a life. A, a life. Yeah. yeah. Outside before. of their one scene that yeah. they're introduced. It's at. amazing. Um, yeah. It, there, there's a lot going on. Um, it's hypnotic and like yeah, you said it's hypnotic. It's like the most immersive movie like yeah. kind of ever. Like, the I thing that like, you, huh. the thing that you say about it is that like it feels like the world was constructed for it. Right. Like if oh yeah the thing. The first movie uh, I thought of, like, around, like, the middle of Heat, I'm like, this feels like fucking Blade Runner. Yeah. In that it feels like a world that's constructed from the ground up to Mm -hmm. operate, like, for this movie almost. You know what I mean? Like, Like police work was invented for this movie. And just, yeah, just the way the world is shot, it's stylized in a way. It's Los Angeles at night is apparently blue. And that's, like, the craziest, like, all of the... Like, have you ever seen stills? You've seen bits of it, Roxy, right? No. No. <laughs> every, Is it like Mad Max for your road? No. Every, blue? every, no. Okay. it's not that. No, I know what you're saying. Okay. Every light in Los Angeles at nighttime is blue. Yeah. And it's like windows in the distance, mm-hmm. headlights on cars. The entire goddamn city. The city is just every light that is on, like street lights, they're all blue lights for some fucking wild reason. I can't even picture this. It's yeah. nuts. I was like, it's astonishingly surreal and... Yeah. But, but uh, and composed purely of reality. Michael yeah. Mann's whole thing is authenticity. Like, yeah. To, like... Completely, it has to be like real. real. But like you look, but it looking fake. through that lens, it's fucking like constructed. It yeah. feels like a different world. It's great. It's so good. It's good. I like Heat a lot. <laughs> I'll revisit it at some point. I do want to. Uh, How long is it? It's like three hours. It's kind of yeah, like two fifty six or something. It's kind of long, but it doesn't feel that long. No. Like it feels like you're into it the whole time. So it's well, it's well made. It's also an interesting movie to. Uh, like compared after you see it, compare it back to the Dark Knight. Considering like yeah. the Dark, like that is the largest aesthetic influence on the Dark. Knight. It looks just like the Dark Knight. The, well, Dark are, Knight looks just like yeah. <laughs> there are scenes that are the same. Like yeah, it's all the heists. Know, well, I'm, yeah, I mean he showed that was the movie he showed people to to be like this is what we're going after. Mm. There's the con- like the conversation yeah. scene being like the, the sort of linchpin that everything is like swirling towards and then breaks off from like this two people sitting down like both ah it's a good oh, the I interrogation love yeah love um um one other thing the sound the audio the sound uh designs in the gunfire in that movie is amazing uh, every, I think every moment I think that's actually what makes it so immersive you hear like every sound that's in crazy. that movie like that's if you crazy. if you watch it again and just listen to it like 
Yeah, we, we had we didn't have optimal audio no. in our viewing. No, but like you hear everything. And I think that's what really sets you in the film world. Why didn't have optimal audio? Was there was on. like stuff going on. Yeah, and then oh, okay. and then Dan What? <laughs> when you dropped the cake. Oh, that was the same night I dropped oh, the cake. Oh my god. I heard about this. <laughs> the fateful cake drop. I fucking forgot about that. And also, yeah. you watched uh, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle right afterward, right? Yeah, we oh, watched yeah. Charlie's Which is another fucking great <laughs> franchise. The Char- So I saw Char- I watched Charlie's Angels. I heard the you first loved one. it. The first one was great. And then I was like, so you guys are telling me that Charlie's Angels 2 is better? Yes. I doubt that. And then I came out, I was like, holy fuck. It was so good. What did you think of your boy, Justin? Oh, he was a weird fucker. He was like a disgusting monster. Yeah, he's a yeah. weird monster. Seeing him shirtless for a whole movie is not fun, because his head is the size of his torso. <laughs> <laughs> his head and is he's so insanely yeah, he got ripped that, like... Big he, head mode on. Yeah. His <laughs> accent. His accent. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, full throttles in it. I recognize that arse anywhere, you piece of shit! It's so so good! That was a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I like the Charlie's Angels movies a lot, apparently. Um, Did you see I I started that list on Letterboxd of movies that the 2000s let down? No, you talked about doing that. I I have have five movies. Okay. It's the two... Charlie's Angels, it's Speed Racer, mm-hmm. it's Jennifer's Body, Yeah. Uh, it's one other movie that I can't remember, but Hold it's on. on that It's on that list. What is, what is your uh, name on Letterboxd? Uh, I think Shoe Pill. You're right, it is Shoe Pill, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, because it is. Because that's what it is. Dean's Profile. Uh, movies let movies that were let down by the 2000s or whatever or the the, the, the double O's the sure it's, I'm sure it's the actually yeah mm-hmm. uh, you, are you re-ranking Star Wars or did you just rank them I think I oh I don't know what is it I forget oh, I don't know <laughs> um, ranking Star Wars uh, Charlie's Char- mm-hmm. Angels Full Throttle Speed Racer Josie and the Pussycats Josie and the Pussycats yeah. uh, so your ranked Star Wars list is <laughs> okay <laughs> um, almost exactly the same as mine ooh Although you have Rise of Skywalker on here already, yeah, I put it just so I don't have to put it later. Like I just have it's, it at the bottom. of the I guess list. it is literally pretty easy. Um, it's mm-hmm. easier to just keep it on there. And then it's move just it. I'm, when I, I'm just gonna drag it up. It's my one complaint about Letterbox is when you add a movie to a list, it automatically puts it at the bottom. Yeah, I don't like that because I have a list that is almost 100 movies long right now for this year's new movies that I oh, watched. Oh yeah, so I have to look whoop, 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 all yeah, the way up to the top. That sucks. Um, so it's Last Jedi, Empire. It's my top two as well. Star Wars and Force Awakens, that's yeah. also mine. Uh, Solo, Return of the Jedi, Rogue One. I have Rogue One and Jedi switched, personally. Mm. I know you two are, you watched Rogue One recently. Yeah, we watched it on recently. It. I had watched it recently, too, and I was I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, it's Those two are switched. Then it's uh, Episode 3, Episode 1, The Clone Wars, <clears throat> Episode 2. <laughs> I don't have The Clone Wars on mine. Like uh, the animated movie? Yeah. yeah. I don't have The Clone Wars on mine because I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I think that's yeah. I, I don't give a shit about it's that the pilot to the show. Yeah, in my head. It's, also, it's also garbage. Yeah, so. bad. Right. Uh, um, yeah, I think we've got the same list. Yeah, I think that's why I would rank them. I think I cool. have the same list, fans, except for your... except for Jedi and Rogue One. And it's so what? What do I have? Solo, Jedi, Jedi, Rogue, Rogue, One. Rogue One. I have. Yeah, that's, yeah, that well, sounds about right. Yeah, about right. I rank them. I don't. You can. I don't know. They're a little interchangeable. Yeah, that's but... that's how I do it. I don't really rank them. I have like tiers. Yeah, your tiers. So like, Last Jedi and Empire. And then it's Star Wars and Force Awakens. 
then it's Solo and Rogue One, then it's Jedi, then it's Empire Episode Three, then it's One and Two. Mm. That's how I do it because I don't really I don't. We care. watched Rogue One recently. Yeah, so did I. Same day as you watched it. Oh, really? Yeah, I watched nice. Rogue One and New Hope. This oh, cool, 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 cool. Oh, I'm, oh cool. I'm uh, in our in our Lightman watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am in the middle of reading those comics, so we should be getting <laughs> good good progress into watching Empire at some point. Cool. You're right. Um, I just been coughing a lot recently. Oh. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> just one of the deep coughs. That's that sucks. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Uh. Rogue One, how what do you got? What do you have to say about it? It's a know. messy movie. Um, it's a movie where the first thirty minutes don't matter. Yeah, you don't know any character, and it only gets good in the last forty sequence. minutes. Yeah, the last yeah. forty minutes is like a good thing. It's kind of got the opposite problem of. Uh... No, it doesn't really have the opposite. It's a remix of the problem that. Return of the Jedi has. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Because, like, the the opening 40 minutes of that movie is great. Then the last 20 minutes of that movie is great. And everything in between is, like, it's something. Something. Yeah. Like, you don't really know what's going on. It's kind of nothing. I, I think the reason for me that Rogue One might, like, inch over um, Jedi is even though the first bit of that movie doesn't matter, it's still connected to the rest of the film. Like, it still is of sense. You can get rid of it and the plot stays the same, but it isn't distinct. It is not. It's like you can take the first part of Jedi out of Jedi and not only would the plot stay the same, but like it's a different movie completely. You know what I mean? Like that part's fun and you should watch it on its own. But like I think it's not the same movie as the rest of it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Whereas Rogue One, even though you could take stuff out of it, it's still a whole does that make sense? Whoa. A little bit? I think I, I prefer that. I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. The end of Rogue One is dependent on everything that came before, whereas you could watch the beginning of Return of the Jedi and finish it and it's complete. Right. Yeah. It could be a short film in between Five and, and Jedi, and then yeah. the rest of it can it all be its own be. thing. Because it, it is. Right. And, hey. and, the, and then number six should be a real movie. Which is have why a beginning, middle, and then. I think that, like... From there, right? I think that... From this, the end of the first act of Jedi. Here, here's my opinion. Um... Jedi, I almost don't consider the first 40 minutes part of that movie because it's not. It's its own thing. Whereas That's what I'm thinking about. Right? What so, Jedi... We have a whole movie after that? That'd be awesome. Yeah. That it could be a good movie. Rescuing Jabba as a single movie and then the, rest, the yeah, Endor the stuff as its own movie would probably be good. I think the highs of the Break good Breakout at parts, Jabba's Hunt? That'd be that awesome. A title? I don't know if it's a Star Wars title, but it's a good title. You think? It doesn't fit with the rest of the... Um, what would it be? Um, the rescue of Han Solo? Re- uh, like, rescue at Jabba's palace or something like that? Like, I don't know. Um, something like that, yeah. Yeah, the highs of the last 40 parts of Rogue One, I think, for me, are better than the highs of the last parts of Jedi. I think, I gotcha. I think it okay. achieves what it's... I think it achieves the best, the good parts more mm-hmm. than... Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because most of Jedi is... Eh. Yeah. I think the whole thing is, like... Both of space... I just think stuff. the whole thing is, by the time we get to the end of Jedi, like, I still like Luke. Yeah. And like, Han and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit about Jin or fucking the robot or whatever. I like the robot. That's my thing. I was... I Like, 
the the thing that holds Rogue One back is I don't care about any of the characters, even if the action in that movie is awesome. Chirrut and Blaze or Baze, Baze. are Baze probably the, the characters that I like the most. Yeah, for nine seconds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, Where are they get a goddamn Disney Plus show. The well, keepers of the keepers of the guys. wills. Yeah, that'd yeah. be really cool. Shows show them over the course of like the fall down of the empire. Yeah, something. Or the, yeah, the rise like, of the empire. Um, yeah, I don't know something. What happened to the fucking guardians of the wills church? The empire like poop on them. Yeah, that could be a cool story. Everything, literally everything, from arriving on Scarif on is is good. Yeah, is really it's good. fun. I like it a lot. I think it's. I think even like you said, you don't care about the characters, but I think that like they still did a really admirable job, like doing those like scenes yeah like the mm. death scenes are still kind of effective even though you don't care for them that like the characters that much yeah you know sure. what I mean? that's yeah. all giacchino, giacchino baby that's all that's all him <laughs> oh you the score yeah it's all the score. yeah the score is really good the score is really good i like that the music in that star wars hasn't had a bad score yet i agree yes yeah it's well, a single i mean yeah it's all john williams and but even and the guy who did she's or yeah the Shadows of the Empire. That was a good score. It's a good score. <laughs> Solo and Rogue One. <laughs> that's a good. That's fucking it's awesome. It rips. I hope Rise of Skywalker is transcendent. Uh, I really can't <laughs> wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I know we talk about this every episode. Yeah. And we will. We're gonna have like we should just do a sectioned off Star Wars like section. Rise of Skywalker and like the Skywalker Saga review when that comes out. So yeah. it doesn't bite into other episodes of this show, but whatever. I mean, hopefully at that point we'll have an episode where we don't care about the movie at all. Another Killer Housewives. Another Killer Housewives? I hope we don't have another Killer Housewives. I'm looking forward to, like, looking at the binder. I know this happens all the time. We keep saying There looks thing. like there's going to be some sections where there's at least going to be some things that we expect. Like, a lot more horror and slasher and gory movies look like they are coming at yeah. some point like it looks like some of the movies could be fun yeah but we've said that also like 30 times now. yeah and... like a lot so we'll we'll see we'll see what's coming up um is that it for this I think do so. we have a a goo grade i was gonna say really quick though i have two movie tickets uh in my amc stubs mm-hmm. right now both for the end of the other respective months in the year and it's knives out and rise of skywalker and i'm like i'm hoping and expecting them both to be very high on my on your year ranking, list. on your yeah. yeah, I just said ranking on your <laughs> ranking list. Yeah, I'm real. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, and I'm expecting them to. Yeah, I I want to really be blown away by these two. See I'm if excited. they can usurp the King of the Monsters. And, oh right, and getting <laughs> that's your favorite movie of the yeah. year. And Paddington. Pa- it's the the top five right now. Well, top three is Godzilla favorite Paddington. Um, did you see my explanation for this? I wanna, this is the stu- this is the most the stupidest thought experiment I've ever gone on. Okay. I was looking at my Sounds list. Sounds like something from Disco Elysium. I was looking at my list There's and thought experiments. <laughs> my my system for ranking is I rank them when I see them and then I don't change the ranking at all. Right. At some point when I watched Paddington Two, I decided that I liked Paddington Two slightly less than the favorite. There are a lot of movies I've seen this year since then that I think are better than the favorite and would probably be much higher on my list except for the inclusion of Paddington 2 right there. 
because it's I do not like them more than Paddington Two. So purely Jesus arbitrary. Christ. Okay. So it's a guardian. It's a guardian to protect the favorite's number two spot on my list, and I think that's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, because other movies are better than the favorite to you, but they're not better than the less good than the favorite Paddington. Which and you can't get the favorite past Paddington Two. It's like a bouncer that's just insert like you can't. You can't drag get other pad- movies past. No, I don't want to. Yeah, no. You can't drag it down. Yeah, I don't move them. I don't change them because right. I think because my fear, my thinking is, um, this isn't a fear. This is thinking. I don't want to do that because I will go insane at the end of the year. Right. Going, what's my actual ranking? I don't want to do that. I just want to see what fun dumb list I made at the end of the year. It's like a stupid thing I, I do. See. But I'm so rigid in that that I'm like I don't want to move the favorite. It's. You know, it's so good. My top ten is insane. It's I those. Lo- I three. love your top ten. Bash Brothers is in there. Uh, Promare is in there. Um, Steven Universe: The Movie, Over the Garden Wall, Avengers: Endgame, uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I think that's the top ten. That's, I, that's not in that order, but it's that's crazy. But I like it. Those are all good movies. Godzilla, though. <laughs> <laughs> That fucking Criterion Collection? Yeah. Ooh, it's good. I want to get it. Yeah, it's coming in for me soon. Oh, yeah? yeah. Ooh. I got that it's, and a video drone, it's, actually. Ooh. It's bigger than this computer. It's a, either as big as or a little bigger than the computer. That's crazy. It's very good. Art fucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, goo grade? Zero. Zero? There's no Zero, goo in this yeah. one. We should should we fucking change the goo grade? No, I'm, I'm to be like a gore grade or something. Or should we addendum when it's a zero goo, it gets a gore? I because mm. there's kills in this movie. There's I don't know. I think that okay. So goo grade stays for goo me. grade stays. It's fine. Don't change it. Rank it as it is. It's funny because it's not indicative of anything in this binder. Yeah. So far. Um, I think that if we want to rank, if we want to have another ranking included for any particular movie, we should just do it. An arbitrary yeah. thing. If one of us comes up with like, hey, you know what we should rank this movie on? Kills. And then the next movie, if we want to continue that, we can keep going and then we'll just eventually have that as like a standard, as a permanent thing. I kind of like that. We like, can, we, yeah, we, we're into workshopping new ranking systems. It's a podcast. No one's listening. No one's, no one's, <laughs> no one's listening or policing this. Um, I could dig that. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you have something that you like, hey, yeah. I want to start a new ranking. What's the gore? What's the, what's the blood grade? The blood grade, three. Yeah, I'd say mm, that mama two. scene. She was kind of bloody. Two, two and a half. Two and a half. Out of three. Out of five. Uh, it's, was it really only that one scene too? No, the, there's a couple. There was a guy who had his whole fucking head busted. Yeah, open. we yeah. saw like busted head. That was good. Yeah, I am getting this confused with. The Giallo movies I was watching today. <laughs> so I'm thinking of some kills in Suspiria that I watched. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot of blood. I'm like, no, this is not the same. This is not the same movie. That's really funny. Yeah. That is really funny. Which like, Suspiria are you watching? Uh, I started watching the 77. Oh, okay. Have you seen the new one? Yeah. Oh, we you saw it together. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which I liked, and I liked it a lot. That was pretty good. Yeah. I liked that. So I'm, I'm going to watch the other one because I hadn't before. That's pretty high. I was I was looking at Letterboxd's top horror movies of, of the year, year ranked by, like, user review. It was pretty high up there. Hmm. The Lighthouse is number one. Okay. Really? Um, yeah. Interesting. And then I think Us is up there. Us better be up there. Yeah, yeah. Us is like a modern classic. Right? I read like, something. That movie's good. I read something that it was like if that came out like now, 
it would be in like award like serious award contending but like it still kind of should be it should it's in isn't it in the running but like no one's thinking about that movie that's anymore? the problem with release dates in the early yeah. part of the year is that no one no yeah one thinks about it lupita nyong'o yeah definitely like yeah. she should that's, be if anything yeah it's her she should get, win for that but tim like, heidecker at least get nomination but yeah yeah um i can't i've heard uh good vibrations numerous times since that movie came out <laughs> mm-hmm. i cannot separate those two things wow. interesting that scene is like so formative for that song in my head wow that it's just like that's that's the us song huh. that's crazy yeah uh that song is so f- was already so well formed outside of that that's fair because i'm a big beach boys fan yeah so i've that's heard it. it it's really can't be tethered to anything it is a good f- fucking scene it was a good joke guys oh haha tethered can't be tethered to anything yeah, death stranding thing <laughs> no oh. Dan. oh fr- from oh, us, us is, uh, got the tethered yeah yeah <laughs> motherfucker i forgot we were talking about us i was really proud of that one <laughs> it was good you're making it trying to do like a whole fucking cathartic you know bring it back around no speaking of That's wild things about tether and stuff out of five you do you tether this <laughs> is funny this is a funny out of thing to say. five i thought it was an apotheotic fucking moment we were reaching <laughs> the end of a cycle i don't know jesus <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry dan it's fine uh out of five John Barrowman butts. I don't know. <laughs> Out of five scenes with John Barrowman and his tidy whities And his tidy whities Out of five... Yeah, what is, what's in this movie? Yeah, what are some things that we can... Out of five... Uh, mo- movie de- decorations? Out of five movies within a movie? That's boring. Out of five... Uh... Out of five decibels of elizabeth hurley having sex (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna give this movie a two and a half um actually okay uh two it's fine yeah two and a half i guess it's really not like it's nothing yeah it's it's just sort of um okay engaging really yeah two and a half is good two and a half gonna be two 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 what's your favorite scene uh roxy um I think the scene in the police station uh, intercut with the lynching. Nice. Dan? Uh, what's the other good scene? It's either that one or the other one we talked about, because there's only two I really remember. Uh, the other one we talked about was the one where she... Oh, they get broken up, like, in the movie? Yeah. Like, the guys rush in? I'm going to say that interrogation scene as well. That's I'm, my favorite scene, I think. I'm going to say the other one. The, okay. the guys rush yeah. in when she starts <laughs> whacking that guy with the weapon in the movie cool cool if you have any questions comments or concerns please email us at it came from basement at gmail.com at basement guest on twitter you can follow us on instagram or whatever i tried looking up i was having issues with tweet deck and apparently one of the possible causes was the account got suspended which didn't happen okay um but i was like trying to check that and i would i had i went through like three or four urls for our twitter account because i forgot it was basement cast yeah i was like it came from a basement that's not it um uh basement pod basement podcast <laughs> i was like what is it and i went in this basement cast i'm like oh, i say it every time that basement we haven't recorded in like a month i know uh discord server come and join it and talk someone joined uh today early at like 6 a.m and then left immediately <laughs>
<laughs> they had a Homestuck icon. Yeah. Uh, oh, they changed it since I saw it earlier, but I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Come to I talk. was going to at them and say, hey, what's up? And I'm like, oh, they're not in the server. <laughs> they're not in the server anymore. Thanks for just stopping by. Hey, um, Spriter. Whoa, we're calling Rejoin our out. server so you can have fun. Yeah, we're going to talk. We can talk about Homestuck. Yeah, fucker. What the fuck's wrong with our Discord? No. <laughs> we don't have a Homestuck channel. <laughs> we could we could put a Homestuck channel we can, in. We can get rid of so many channels in this fucking thing. We could put a Homestuck channel in there, but also we could just rename a channel and be turn it into a Homestuck channel. Yeah. Also, they would still need to have a, sp- a spoiler alert up there. For you? For me. <laughs> and also, be, yeah, because there's new shit too. Yeah. So like, it would still be like, just don't talk about... It would be like... We're going to talk about Homestuck, but they don't really talk about Homestuck until we're all ready. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many friends who's who... so dumb. I have so many right. friends who started it and never finished it. I'll, I'm going to do it. I appreciate that. I know. I was... So are my other friends. They just haven't. Okay. I'm working on it. I'm progressing. You're getting there. I'm... Yeah. You're about half... I'm Wait. about halfway through. It's... <laughs> doesn't feel like i'm halfway it feels like i'm 75 percent. yeah no it does <laughs> anyway, anyway, um i'd like to thank nick vittori for our artwork and mike wood for our theme song next week we're watching uh a few episodes of tv oh, are right we? Yeah. Oh, whoa, hold on. Are yeah. we? I think next week we're oh, watching no. episodes. Sure. Hold on. Four to seven of the television <laughs> show <laughs> Kingdom yep. Hospital. Our next disc is Kingdom Hospital, the entire series, disc two, episodes four through seven. Yeah, so we're not going to watch the first three episodes of this show. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to you on how that goes. No, no, no. It's okay. next. We're, we've been waiting for this one for a long time. It's Kingdom Hospital, a Stephen King. A Stephen King produced and show ran <laughs> television show based on a Lars von Trier movie that he liked so much he wanted to adapt it and put it sort of in his universe. Which, yeah, and he does. There yeah. are references. There are references to Very Stephen few. King bits. Not, there's like one, but. I. I watched a couple minutes of the, the uh, one episode, and they're like, I think they're like near Salem's Lot or something oh, like that. They reference a town. Yeah, they reference a town in it. They're yeah. like we're near Derry or like I, I forget. Do you which care one. what the, the one I know is? Do you care about it? It's nothing. Yeah, probably not. It's a, there's a soda that's in the Dark Tower. Oh, okay. That's in the show. There's a soda. There's like a soda brand that's in the only ever been in the Dark Tower series. It's in okay. the show, and that's the only thing I could find when I looked it up online. I I swear I was watching it, and they were like, they're near. Oh, I mean, we'll find out. Salem's Lot. Yeah, we will. When we watch, we gotta watch f- four. Shawshank or something like that. When we watch four episodes, Shawshank is that a town? It's a prison. A prison in in Castle Rock. In Castle Rock, is it always in Castle Rock? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I always. I'm pretty sure it's like near. I always assumed that in the show Castle Rock, they retroact, they, they like fitted it into the town Castle Rock. I forget. Like, I wonder if it's in Castle Rock in the show. Anyway. Anyway, whatever. Anyway. Uh, Fuck me. See you next week. And remember, friends. <laughs> She's not wrong. Well, well. <laughs>